What's up, guys? My name is Ryan of Brother Scrim. I'm here with my brother, Nicholas. Hello. And today, we're doing the, the, the thing, the, the biggest historical cinematic event that's been talked about world round, to a point where I actually found out today that Disney has put a lockdown on it at the time of the recording till this coming Monday, May the 5th or 6th, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, so they put like a full lockdown on it. No spoilers here, but at this time of this recording, I think we're okay to just go crazy. <laughs> yeah, hey, we can do what we want. <laughs> yeah, we can do what we want right now because it's not out to the public yet. So, so I've finally seen uh, Endgame. I saw it on opening day, and you finally seen Endgame. I saw it, yeah, the day after. Yeah, you saw it the day after, and just wow, just. <laughs> Wow, yeah. Marvel just came out swinging like crazy. Oh man, it's um, yeah, it's just so great to to see it. Uh, I think you know, it's they gotta be patting themselves on the back. I mean, this movie's so perfect. Um, it is, it is so perfect. But you know, it's it's the thing is, once you put the two and two together, it is like the perfect full image. Um, you know, a lot of people were saying like, if you look at it as just a film, it's like really convoluted, and they get so wrapped up in the time travel is what. Yeah, people I think have people. Noticed. I think they're. I mean, if we're to go down the criticism with that, with the time travel, I think that's mm. a hard sell for anyone. Yeah, I think most people don't like the idea of it, and then there's people who you can look at it, and there's definitely plot holes and all that sort of thing. I know Marvel movie is perfect, that's for sure. You know, yeah. I think it's just the perfect experience as a Marvel fan going in. Like the comics have so much convoluted storylines and all like that, and like you know they've kind of caught up to sort of doing stuff like that, and um, yeah, I, I think some people, yeah, there. I've heard some like. You know, some reactions being like that was just the best thing ever. I think the emotional journey you take with the characters and their arc is just so yeah. perfect. Oh yeah, no, it's it's honestly, you know, every time I saw those Marvel movies, like growing up, you know, with you here, uh, you know, ever since Iron Man, it just it 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 officially felt like the comic books coming to life. Yeah, um, is like the best way. Given to, say. to the Iron Man has come out um, now eleven years. And um, I'd say like what's so great is just they just made they made it feel like the comics. Now it was actually a pretty rough start for me. Like I think when I saw Iron Man, I liked it, but that was like during Batmania, so it was like yeah, but it's not you know it's not like this. It's not like the Dark Knight. You know, Marvel yeah kind of like fun little comedy thing. You know, mm -hmm. that's kind of the way I saw it. I still loved it. I thought it was good, but I, I was kind of skeptical on how the Avengers are work. And then they had, mm -hmm. they released a Hulk after that, and I was, like, totally done. I was like, oh, man, that's terrible. It looks terrible. You know what I mean? And I can't, you know what? No, hold on, hold on, because I can't believe you of all people. Yeah, I know. That this, this, <laughs> no, because, like, yeah, in my it's opinion, true. Even, It's true, even, though. That's you know? what I thought. Because I'm actually a super purist. <laughs> too when, um, when it comes to marvel properties i'm actually unbelievably purist like i have my vision of what i think marvel is and yeah. i was what i thought they were going to do was i thought they were going to do like an ultimates kind of thing and i hated the ultimates i hate the mm -hmm. ultimates because i i felt like you know me personally i just felt like that wasn't my vision of of what I grew up with, with the Avengers and and in Marvel comics and in general, is the the fun and the color and you know uh, the the wacky crazy storylines and the just the the human characters at the end of the day, yeah. Which they eventually did, 
in this this series which got me on board i think when i saw iron man 2 which is not actually a really love film but i actually love that movie i don't understand the hate for it um because that one yeah you, you, you don't like incredible <laughs> no i don't i don't like incredible i think there's a lot of people who don't too i i don't think i don't i don't like it i don't to me i mean it has its moments and all that but i think it's definitely the weakest mcu movie Mm, yeah yeah i could i could see i could agree with you in terms of comparing it to others but i think as a hulk movie i I, i've been revisiting it a few times obviously getting ready for like captain marvel and getting ready for endgame and i have to say there are a lot of really good moments in that movie Mm -hmm. and they really put a good story together but the problem with hulk stories is they're rushed they're way they're rushed i think the biggest problem with hulk and in terms of the cinematic version of Hulk prior to the Ruffalo Hulk, yeah, um, is that the the Hulk TV show was super popular in the seventies, yeah, and they've gone with that version of the character every time, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I read a ton of Hulk comics, and I love I love Hulk so much. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan, and um, and when you read the comic version, it's like it's really wacky. Like he has wacky wacky adventures. Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's crazy the stuff he gets into i mean but he still has that loneliness and like you know he's battling the hulk and and they they took the pure sort of essence of it of like you know betty and and um uh and ross general ross and and the whole struggle for that like i actually kind of like the ang lee version better you know whoa you went there <laughs> you went there Which is like, so terrible. if it's one movie people hate the most in terms of comic book movies is definely the ang lee Hulk. which you know i'm sure ang lee is like thank you man like oh, yeah i so think it was, i mean it's not perfect whatsoever not at all but it has like <laughs> it has a little bit of stuff there that like that, like i thought like you know that the tone of like a marvel movie in a weird way like they kind of right but anyway what we're talking about here is the end game. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I actually, I was going to, I was going to tie it back in because, um, yeah, like, you know, ta- we were talking about how like comic books come to life. Like that's when I first saw Iron Man and then like, you know, kick off Iron Man from there, it literally felt like you're flipping through pages of a comic book, like the way the certain shots are done. Um, they even said in like the, the making of, uh, the Iron Man movie, like they, they, they tried to create what they called Marvel moments, which would feel like a splash page on a comic book. And I feel like they've done that. Like they're like, you know, these stories are sometimes they can be, they can be simple, but really they focus on character development and the character feels real, like to a point where the actors feel like the heroes they are, you know, you know what I mean? Like, like Robert Downey is the perfect example, like whether he's, yeah, I totally agree. Like this was Downey, he is the one that that kicked it off. He's the one yeah. that took it actually seriously. Mm-hmm. And I think before it was kind of like a faux pas to be a Marvel hero or even a or even a a superhero. I mean, you could argue there was I mean, of course Christopher Reeve is one of the best, you know, from back in the day and and obviously Christian Bale's portrayal of Batman and um mm-hmm. Tobey Maguire we won't mention Toby McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time, uh, Logan, man. Different Logan, times. I will call you Jackman on this one. But I mean, I think yeah. that the journey, and I think what they did was the creative part. I think we got to thank Kevin Fanke and everyone who knows mm-hmm. who he is 
you know he's the one and he just believed in it all the team that worked on it everyone it it just seemed like a very collaborative process at at mm-hmm. the at the Marvel Studios thing and it just seemed like they can own the brand and that's yeah. what it needed that's what it needed it needed this this and i think once the universe opened up and all that and they got also all the actors on board and all the people behind the scenes at Disney that's mm-hmm. when it, it really started to kick off and then oh yeah we got that's how we got here and it, it's amazing too and then the public um like us comic book fans we're going to go see a comic book movie you know yeah yeah back in the day but it just raised is this in the dark knight series it raised the standard of like of everyone liking it you know what i mean not just you know you yeah. and me who were who grew up with marvel who are the comic book fans and we but watching the cartoons and growing up with all that stuff mm-hmm. it's like this has brought that to everyone to a general audience yeah across yeah. the world yeah oh no absolutely and like you get to this now you get to this point where they 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 get to infinity war and endgame and i do agree with feige when he said like these are not even though we went out initially announcing that it's like infinity war part one part two no it's it's two very different kind of yeah the style of the movie like even there's not there's it's not as action-packed this one even Mm -hmm. though it has crazy huge set action pieces to it yeah but it really dials it in and kind of you kind of just go on this adventure it's almost like you never get to see this but like marvel just patting themselves on the back for the the movie like just going back and going back through their own films you know and saying like we did this i know we built this for so long and they could go back and, and 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 check it out like that was a great idea and the time travel like thing we were saying before it is tough for some a general audience sometimes to to uh swallow you know or or be like oh okay this is what we're doing now like time travel what yeah um you know you think of like the greatest time travel movies they and they which they reference in the movie very hilariously um like back to the future back to future two you know Back to the Future Three, <laughs> but my one of my favorite time travel movies is um, I, I is Star Trek Four. Mm, uh, okay, the, the yeah. classic Star Trek Four uh, from from the eighties, where they go back to the eighties to save the whales. Yeah. I mean, I, I I saw that movie. I haven't I hadn't watched it. In, in a really long time like i think i only saw it once like maybe as a kid and i thought oh that was cool and then i watched it like a couple months ago i <laughs> yeah. watched it a couple months ago and i was just blowing away <laughs> i was like yeah. this movie is like the best movie i i i totally i can't believe like this is not like i not in one of my favorite you know movies uh it's just so good and i think like too the comparison between star trek and 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 um, the Avengers, it kind of works, you know. Yeah, they're very similar kind of movies. The original Star Trek movies and and and, uh, <laughs> and the Avengers too. Like they're 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 older. They get older as the series progresses too. And like yeah. you know, now the the Downey, he's like it's like he, Downey and and Captain America and 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 um, um, Chris Evans and and Ruffalo. You know, these are older dudes. You know. 
and yeah and they're kind of like passing it down the generation in this one which i thought was kind of cool it's kind of like seven samurai you know like they're the old grizzled like veterans of they've fought so many crazy epic battles and then this is kind of their last one you know Mm-hmm. And I think, um, you know, Whedon said in uh, Age Ultron, I remember seeing, seeing an interview and he said he saw it as like a war movie, but also Seven Samurai. You know, you know, the old guys are going to make it through this war, but the young guys aren't going to make it, which happens in Infinity War too, right? Yeah. But this well, is it... the reverse of that, this movie, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's 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 you know, it's so clever. It's it's such a clever, and I love the Russos. I think they are truly the nerds that that are both film technical and also just the the, the understand the fandom culture, which is what we're about. You know, as as, as yeah, as, definitely, they get it. They totally get they, it. They get it, and and you know, when you meet these characters in the movie, you know, I love, like, I love just I love Tony Stark when he's. You know, you, you kind of you, you get all the trailer footage pretty much right out of the like all the, yeah, the early footage too. with him. I had see I I uh, I had only seen the first trailer, so I didn't really know what was going to mm-hmm. go on. So I was actually really good. I I, do, I dodged so many spoilers. Yeah. So I had no idea well, how he gets back. You know. And yeah, I, I mean, like you could you away. could guess though. You could easily guess how he's going to get back. Like. <laughs> Like the it's way it was shot, good. but I, I was actually blown away. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, 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 because the way I say the way I saw it, dude, was I was like, oh my god, it's Adam Warlock, like Adam <laughs> yeah, Warlock, because yeah. like the way they shot it was like this, like this heavenly glow came yeah, over him, like, and I'm like, oh, down, what a folks, per- it's going, yeah. yeah. And then it was like, I had a few Captain Marvel moments actually where I was like, I thought it was a different character coming. <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah exactly marvel like and... i had that that scene too i actually thought the same thing i thought oh man it's the silver surfer <laughs> <laughs> and again like it's it's again now that they have the right like a lot of missed opportunities there which again captain marvel was like yeah all right yeah okay cool all right you know it's captain marvel yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh yeah that makes sense and then yeah. i actually had it happen to me twice in the movie you know like they're they're battling and there's that huge battle with Thanos, and like they're the mm-hmm. army and it's everyone's there and then you know the the cannons turn around and start shooting in the sky <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my God, Galactus!" <laughs> oh, I would love that. Oh my God, I was seriously, I seriously thought that. I honestly, during the movie, I was like, "Oh, stupid, am I?" There's no way the Galactus is gonna be in the movie. I was like, "Oh, he's coming." Yeah, no, I was. I, like, oh, I had it's shooting something coming from space. I was like, and I was like, well, "What are they shooting at?" It's Galactus. <laughs> Instantly. I'm like that stupid comic book guy at the movie. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like when Uh, people at the end of the first Avengers and it shows like Thanos, they're like, oh my god, Darkseid. (laughs) (laughs) Darkseid's in this movie. He's going to be the next one. Oh, man. That's too (laughs) funny. Oh, man. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like... Well, yeah. So, okay. So, you know, and it's it's interesting with the trailers because I'm one who saw most of the trailers except for the the one real plot twisting or the the spoiler revealing one. Yeah. Um, but um, 
for me, the first segment, though, even though it really captured my attention, it did for me be like, okay, I've seen that in the trailer. I've seen that in the trailer. I've seen that in the trailer. And I was kind of like, okay, like because they, they only use the first 20 minutes of the movie in terms of trailer footage, mm-hmm. except for except for one of the last trailers. Yeah. So so I was like, I was like, I it kind of for me felt like a checklist, like, okay, this happens, this happens, this happens. Um, but what I love, though, was when like the movie really took off for me was when Tony Stark got back. And he's at the Avengers, uh, the Avengers compound. Yeah, definitely, and, yep. and and I love how he just rips Cap apart. He's like, we were supposed to build a suit of armor around the world. Yeah, and you said, said I no. saw this coming and you didn't. Yeah. I think he calls him like a traitor or something too. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, he goes yeah. pretty far with it. Yeah, it was, and he's super that, angry. That like, acting he just, is amazing. Oh. And too, like, the, like he did he get like super lose a ton of weight for that? Like, he looks so thin and like mm. frail. Like, you know, like he had been in space and he had been eating nothing for yeah for weeks or whatever. Like, he looked really, really like messed up. I was like, damn, is he like Downey drinking again? Like, is he on the cocaine again? Like, he was just oh, like, he looks my so bad. But it was just a miracle of, you know, maybe, I don't know what they did, but it was amazing. And the acting, yeah. wow, holy. Yeah, they were so, I think, and then after that, which I was so shocked, was that they committed to it. They go and they kill Thanos, whatever, really quick. Right, they mm-hmm. they and this is like in the first like fifteen minute twenty minutes of the movie they go in space and you're like oh it's going down they're gonna yeah. and then like they of course he destroyed all the Infinity Stones and I'm like oh my god what are they gonna do now yeah what that's what threw me off I was like I was like no I'm like no there's no way he could destroy them and then he talks about how it like nearly kills him and I was like I was like no like I actually felt that moment of like no there's no way yeah. there's no way. And then and then Thor just comes in and wham, <laughs> and then it does uh, the five years later, which the commitment to that I just loved it, I loved yeah. it, where the yeah. the whole world is just decimated and like obviously it's a post apocalypse nightmare, and they they mm-hmm. go for it, they really go for it, and mm-hmm. I was just like blown away, like what I can't like it's just such a huge toll that happens on the entire universe, and yeah. Um, and then where the journey of the characters after that of like they it they kind of adjust to the new what the new life is and i think that's so amazing that's something like like you you see in sometimes in the comic books of what they've done with this yeah. but this like the commitment with the actors and on a cinematic scale with what you could do with these characters um just amazing like you know like Downey's oh, yeah. moved on he's got a family um, i mean iron man Tony Stark, he's got a family with Pepper, and that's just so beautiful, and it's mm-hmm. crazy. And uh, Cap's trying to keep everyone together, and Black Widow basically becomes Nick Fury. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So there's a lot of decisions I liked. I liked Cap kind of remembering. It's kind of interesting because he's trying to help humanity move on, but you know, Falcon was the one who would do the uh, do the veterans yeah, kind of exactly. speeches in the, the veterans support groups, and then so Cap does it. But it's funny because he's trying to move on, but he's kind of reliving this constant memory of Falcon helping people. Yeah, through, exactly. Uh, Right, and it's it's a beautiful nod there. Um, a lot of people, though, from on who I've talked to, didn't like the Thor joke, which I, I did. Loved I loved it. 
I, I loved did. It. I, I talked did. to a guy too the other day, and I was talking spoilers and stuff after he'd seen it. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Oh man, what about Thor?" And they were like, "They didn't like that he was fat." And I thought it was brilliant. I thought, <laughs> oh, it was it's so good. Yeah, I thought it was because I thought it, I think why I thought it was brilliant was because I think Hemsworth got to do something different for himself. Mm-hmm. And I I had to give it up to Chris Hemsworth on this one because he's been just known as like the the pretty strong one, you know. There's no real depth to Thor, and he kind of feels. And I know as an actor, he felt like he he couldn't he couldn't really explore it, you know, that much. He felt kind of like yeah. the odd man out most of the mm-hmm. time in the beginning of the the thing, and then Ragnarok came out, and that changed kind of everything for him. And he could play more. Yeah. And he kind of wants to be a comedian now. He wants to do comedy, which is mm. fine. And this was an opportunity to do something different. And I think for the character Thor, but he can do he did funny movements with the character, but he also did some really serious stuff. Like he could turn on a dime really quickly, which I really liked. Mm-hmm. It's kind of well, like he was he was, doing he was unstable. PSD, like PSD, yeah. which for a god is kind of crazy, but it's just because mm-hmm. he felt like he failed and he mm-hmm. and the drinking and all that, and he becomes kind of like an abusive father to it's uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. a <laughs> court to court. Like it's like I felt like does Scorg need help? Like because he's like we don't say his name in here. Like you know he's like, he's bringing up Thanos and he's like we don't say his name in this house. <laughs> <laughs> I no, I thought I thought it was smart, and I, I do like the choice of of it because it it built really well, like it played out really well, and he kind of uh, becomes cowardly too. Yeah, yeah, but like what I was like, where I'm going with this though is that the biggest choice that that blows my mind is um, is that the, it did at times the joke felt played out, yeah, but I agree. it but at the same time you can't treat it overall as a joke. Mm-hmm. because it's it destroyed thor like this to take it this seriously. whole thing destroyed thor and he's he's using kind of or like what he's doing is exactly as you said it's ptsd and um and and it's this struggle to to get a grip back on his like purpose right yeah and that's why there's that beautiful moment and it, and it redeemed it for me because at first i felt the same way i'm like oh i'm not sure if this is going to work i like the choice but i'm not sure if it's going to play out is when he gets the hammer and yeah, he goes i'm exactly. still worthy yeah and then true. that was like was okay yeah, yeah he had a few really good moments there with the mother mm-hmm. to friga or whatever i think that's her name and yeah. um he's um like you know he it's like he's crying and all that and you know and and uh she's like you're from like that whole thing was like you're from the future i love that that was really cool yeah a a nice little moment like he got to share there and um and he gets yeah the still worthy part obviously that's beautiful yeah i think yeah i think the character knew that in a weird way like it's like he they they go he's so broken and this has happened to thor in the comics before so you know It'll be interesting to see what they do next with them if if they continue with Thor, but um, mm-hmm. you know um yeah, and getting both Stormbringer and and uh, Milmir, it's just amazing that oh, <laughs> he gets yeah. both. Of well, them. That's so good. I loved how much of a Norse god he looked in the end. Like yeah, even definitely. though he, 
even though they they kind of still made him look like like you know out of shape and everything his beard and the long hair like and the yeah. braid down the beard like he looked like a viking like yeah, it, he did and and the fact that he was dual wielding them was insanely cool like yeah i i think what was cool what's cool about it when you think about it too when you look back on all the movies you got a different version every time of like the character. They didn't like they weren't gonna. What's so great about Marvel movies too is they don't they don't do the same thing every time. Yeah. So if they had Thor like kind of like he was in the last couple movies, it'd be like you seen it. Yeah. Seen it. it would. Like, why would you mm-hmm. need to see it? You know why would you need to see this like a different version? Like it's you're seeing a different version of this character. Like it's a progression. Mm-hmm. You see the yeah. You see the progress, and that's the same with the go with Hulk, right? When mm-hmm. they did Hulk, this is a different version of the Hulk that you haven't oh, seen yeah. before, mm-hmm. and that was what was fun about it. You know, me being a huge Hulk fan, um, you know, in the comics, I know this can happen that he can merge with the Hulk and all that, and um, become the Professor Hulk, and it's just great. It's so good. I mean, he mm-hmm. didn't do a lot of action stuff. But he becomes more of like a scientist, which is kind of cool. Yeah, no, he does become more of a scientist. And, and and now, like, I like actually, I like this kind of flow we're doing here of just like talking about the uh, the how the characters have grown, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like like Tony Tony was the only one to physically move on, and so did actually. So I would say did Banner because he yeah, finally Banner, he definitely did. Yeah. Yeah, he figured out he figured out that the Hulk. Like, you know, they kind of found the best way to describe it, which he kind of realized Hulk's more of a cure and then found the balance between them mm-hmm. because it's, but it's funny because, you know, they didn't get a chance to tell the side of Banner, but he does try like, you know, Eastern and Western philosophies. He tries oh, yeah, medicines, yeah. like yeah. he goes, he goes all off the board. So I love the modernization of this moment where he's like, yeah, like I figured out he's more of a cure. And, you know, now look at me kind of thing. And the kids want to take a photo with them. And he's like, yeah, yeah Hulk out. Like, you get, you like, it's such a cheesy scene. moment, yeah, but it's, it's a it. lot of growth. I loved it. I thought it was so funny. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, that's, I think, I, like, who wouldn't like this movie? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that, yeah. But I think there are people who don't. You know, there, I think there's mm-hmm. probably, I think if you're a really cynical person, you probably wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anyone who yeah. doesn't like it. And, and you're, I'm not, I'm not saying you're cynical, but I'm just saying, but most, I think if you are a cynical person, you, you'd probably come out of that movie like, because it is hopeful. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of hope and there's a lot of, it's very emotional too. So, yeah. But I like I love that too. The Hulk in that scene, and too he's like, "Oh, I'm Ant Man," and I love that too. He's like, "Hey, you want to get a picture with Ant Man?" It kind of reminded me like the way he was playing it too. It reminded me of Lou for for Igano. I don't know. Oh I yeah. Just think because we met him right, and it kind of <laughs> reminded me of that when we met him. I don't know. Yeah. It's just a weird memory, but. Because it's like the way he talked and stuff. It just reminded me of it. Uh, but yeah, he's like, do you yeah. want a picture with him? Like, And they're like, no, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, but it's, it's funny. Cause like that's, but it's such a, it's again, there's a lot of clever character growth moments that they, they really highlighted in a fun modern way. Yeah. And, and I, again, I like, you know, you look back though. Tony was the one that kind of grew the most, moved on, and then got his got the life he wanted, which which was you know having the daughter and everything. 
Um, but, uh, but, um, you know, banner banner moved on accepting who he was and, and who, who, who the Hulk wants him to be. And which is, which is really nice, but really the characters that struggled the most were, were, you know, black widow, um, and, and cap were the two that struggled the most from the group. I mean, and Hawkeye, Barton. Hawkeye was done so well. Yeah, this is probably I the best it. iteration oh, of Hawkeye yeah. I've ever seen. My favorite iterations so far. Um, like I didn't like the Age Ultron iteration. I, mm. I, I didn't like him as a family man for some reason. But I got over yeah. it. Yeah. I got yeah. over it. I don't know why. I think I, I felt like in the comics he wasn't, but I understand in the the ultimate version of him I, he is a family man he's also a master assassin so i get i mm-hmm. get that i get they kind of mixed it and gave it a little the disney treatment as i call it mm. uh, but in this when he loses his family that was oh, i was it was perfect it was amazing and, oh yeah and then he goes on as ronin and that whole scene of him in japan is perfect it's so good yeah like i love when like action is done off screen and you're looking at it through windows and stuff like oh yeah like that's brilliant like not many movies do that but it's it's a cool little thing that you can do and it just gives you a different kind of feeling it reminds me very much of like uh like uh classic movies and stuff like that that would do that like there's you just hear all the screaming like oh no and then like you know all the, yeah. the japanese like uh, ah! <laughs> do that whole bottle. like it's amazing yeah. it's so yeah. good well there's uh and i think we'll talk about this in a later podcast but there's uh there's there's a lot of talks about um the daughter being the new like female hawkeye in right, terms of yeah. in terms of the ultimates uh kate bishop character yeah kate bishop is. yeah she's also yeah. uh, in the the current timeline now in the comics yeah but i love yeah. kate bishop too it's just a cool character uh, i think they'll probably do yeah a version of it it's possible yeah yeah i don't it's know definitely, i think yeah. they're definitely they built the future for for uh marvel and we could talk mm-hmm. about that later but yeah um yeah i just but, love, i love black widow too in this movie yeah you know and again this is this was probably i i just love the russos how they do like a you know they go through these characters of the fine tooth fine tooth comb and find the middle ground between like the comic book personality traits versus like like interaction like the the movie dialogues and stuff yeah yeah and uh and yeah black widow was it's it's funny because like she's done all these bad things and she she uses kind of she uses shield and her heroics as a vessel to live. Right. And it, it's, yeah. and when, when it all goes terribly wrong and they lost, like you see it in her that she needs a reason to live. And yeah, it's, it's yeah. so she, good. Like I said, she kind of becomes Nick Fury, I think yeah. for a little while there. And that's super fun. I, w- I wish they would continue that a little bit more, but, um, that was super fun because she's just like basically doing shields. So she's just like, you know, she's on the calm, just sitting there on, on the desk, you know, mm. laying back. And like, people are like, uh, <laughs> you know, they're like people, different people come in, you have a Koye and, um, you know, people looking for Rhodey and, and Captain Marvel. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was like I, what was up with her like really and like she's just like oh you know there's other other planets out there than just earth okay <laughs> yeah you know what was up with that uh, I, I listened to um, the comic book girl uh, 19's 
podcast on it, and they had a really funny one. They were saying that she's basically the bitchy Superman. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm okay with that. I mean, that's kind of yeah. this kind of where where we're at now with her, right? As fans. well, I I didn't mind the I I I still think I I I do like the Russo's approach to her, like yeah. like, but she's in a weird spot, like she as is. as a writing. As a writing obstacle, she's in a weird spot because she I just like, like yeah, re- they haven't figured her out yet in terms of yeah. writing, and even Bree is having a little trouble trying to figure out how to act her properly. Yeah, um, like, like I like how more decisive she is in this one, like in terms of in terms of like like yeah. I love the cocky attitude, but yeah, this whole like like oh, there's a lot a lot of other planets that you know need need our help yeah, kind of thing, I mean, and it's like well, what like what other planets? Like we don't yeah. know as as viewers. She doesn't so we don't have care. fun like the other characters too. Yeah, you know what I mean. She doesn't have like there isn't like a funny moment with her or anything like that. There's still some great moments in this movie with it. Like she's not in it a lot. There's that one mm-hmm. little scene with Thor and her and all that and. You know, then the five years later, she's got the haircut and all, and she's doing her own thing, which is fine. Yeah. I mean, uh, but I, of course, I'm glad they kind of did that to focus on the the, the classic characters because this was their last movie, and that's totally fine. I mean, maybe yeah. in the future we'll get a little bit better. Uh, they'll they'll kind of figure it out of like what that character is in this yeah. iteration of the character. Mm-hmm. It's like Black Panther right at the go amazing oh yeah yeah they, oh, Black they, Panther, they totally yeah. know what that character is and how to act it and like figured it all out like mm. i think it just she just needs a little work i think she'll get there yeah no she's she's on the don't get me wrong i think she's she's got a lot of potential and she's and she's definitely on the right track now but like but at the same time it's just like where's the track going yeah like, you like, know what, what i mean like yeah, and and I I don't know. Maybe on the other side of that coin though is maybe she does have a lot of story that she's going to lead, but they can't show it yet because the whole point of this is to close the story. And if yeah. they keep if they showed us where she was this whole time or what she was doing, then then it's going to be like okay, then like or we need to know what's going on now with this Marvel stuff and get you know this out of the way. So I I see where it is, but it's 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 it is a writing challenge to kind of get past that, in my opinion. And you know, for me though, I got my fan service. Captain America, just oh, freaking coolest the character. The whole journey of that character yeah. is unbelievably perfect. I, you know, if you told me as a kid that yeah. that you know there's going to be Marvel movies, mm. and the the X Men ones are not going to be as good as the Captain America ones, I'd be like, what? <laughs> you know, oh yeah. Oh yeah! What are you talking about? Like that's impossible. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. crazy. Like that's not possible yeah. in my opinion. Because I, you know, no, I, I, I think I got to. I didn't like Captain America as a kid because he just seemed like kind of like Superman. You know, kind of boring to me. Mm-hmm. Um, although I eventually I started liking as I, you know, grew with comics and stuff that, you know, I, I liked captain america and all that like the whole nazi angle and the whole crazy stuff the espionage stuff that they could do in the comics and and just the whole mm-hmm. story of him of what he is yeah and then him interacting with other characters but in this version that they've done of him it's just absolutely perfect and what an ending I, what an ending. yeah oh yeah it like, was the perfect ending for that character he finally got to live his life which was his entire struggle the whole time he couldn't do it because he had to be captain america 
Yeah, no, but like that was the beauty of it though, because like you end with uh, you end with Age of Ultron, where he's like, "I'm home," right? Like he he thinks he's this, you know, the you know, Cap or Iron Man keeps talking about the war has got to end, the war has got to end, and then Cap's like, "Like I don't think it can." Yeah, right? I don't think and, it can end it. Yeah, I, I yeah, and and uh, and he's like that guy that you know. Uh, fell into the ice you know uh, another guy came out kind of thing and i think that's because of this like massive battle that he feels like such a call to action for and the beauty of it is is you know you get down the road um you know he he got you get down the road and then like it takes iron man to realize that like he needs a life he needs to go back to his life and live it right yeah, like because that's yeah. what iron man was trying to tell him like right. you, you know like we, you, at some point you need to put down everything and just live your life right but i mean at the same time like you know he became the soldier they needed in terms of he picked up the hammer and when he picked up that hammer oh, oh my god that was the best fan service i've ever seen in my life oh my yeah, god and he he topples him like he full out topples him yeah. with that hammer it was uh, amazing like yeah i think that's just the some of the moments in this movie it's just as a marvel fan like it's like it they set it all up over god knows how you know 20, 20 plus movies and you finally get to see stuff like this it's like amazing you're oh, just yeah. blowing away like i was just blowing away people were screaming and oh yeah it's like people were cheering like it was i'm one of my favorite scenes also with cap um uh, besides that which is epic is when he meets the other cap oh yeah that yeah. scene was amazing and everyone was cheering too at that one because he and he goes i love that he walks in he's like holy shit yeah <laughs> and yeah. he sees him he's just like hey you and then they that was amazing and then the whole yeah. america's ass thing that was great too um <laughs> yeah no it, no it, but like yeah like the cat fan service now as a cap fan myself i'm i am not a fan of the whole hail hydra thing although it was cute well, that it was, was great come on that was it was so cute amazing. it was cute but i i am one of those comic book fans that did not like the secret empire storyline yeah. i think it, it, that was kind of a nod to it though like uh, like oh for for sure like almost making for fun sure. of it almost making fun of it you know because it is stupid but at the same time <laughs> Like it's just like he it's an odd they did a lot of meta stuff in the movie yeah. I found. You know, I found yeah. that I was like, Oh, they're really winking at the camera here. But like like no, that scene. Yeah. But I liked it. I thought like now that he knows that was I thought are they gonna fight in the elevator again? Like but that wouldn't make any sense in the timeline. But then does that change the timeline? Like I was thinking like there's so that's another that's a kind of a plot hole thing because they'd be like, Well, Cab's one of us and then maybe they get back and they'd be like Hydra be like, You idiots, he's not one of us <laughs> <laughs> Well yeah, like 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 it's it's such a like and again and they're like they Cap even... knows now. Cap knows, yeah. you know, like it, I I don't know if that would change Winter Soldier up in its timeline, but Hey, look, whatever. like, well, no, like you got to look at it. Well, okay. The whole point of like the whole point of the time travel thing is they set up the viewers, even saying throw out logic. Cause like, yeah, you have, it to. doesn't, you, you have, yeah, to. You, you can't, you can't dissect it. You can't dissect no, I it. I agree. Yeah. I and that's uh, the problem. if you're super logical, yeah. If you can't just have fun with a movie, that would probably be <laughs> why you'd probably be like a little upset. You kind of got to let it go. Yeah. 
and yeah. just enjoy it. And uh, and yeah. the beauty the beauty of it is is that you know you, they they go back in time and you throw away all logic. And I love like don't get me wrong, it was cute the hail hydra thing, but again, I'm just not a fan. Like you you look at the you look at the context of that, and it, you have to understand like. <laughs> The whole time he's been a hydra agent that's just no that's the dumbest thing like it just yeah, doesn't work yeah. no I, like yeah uh, it drives me nuts and but like cool things that i did like like i did love that they revisited like you know the past movies they revisit the avengers yeah, me too. and they revisit revisit thor dark world but i liked how they went to the the 70s you yeah know, that, that, that scene is is so good I yeah. love that one. And you meet Howard and they have that great little talk and it's just beautiful. The acting's phenomenal. And you also get um uh, Hank Pym as well. That was great. Oh my god. So yeah, cool. and I and I, I, I love the nod that Ant Man helped they had the original comic book Ant Man helmet design. Like it's yeah. it's it was a such a poetic moment and like him meeting the father was like and again such a beautiful handoff because Iron Man two one of the most beautiful moments yeah, in that love, movie I, like is I said at the beginning of this podcast I love Iron Man two yeah I think it's, like it, it's it's so good it's an incredible I think the only weakness that movie had was the awkward design of the villain uh, yeah, being true. whiplash. Yeah, and right? the villain in general is kind of, it's just, I mean, it's it's more of a comedy. I see that movie. It's, it's yeah. more of like a comedy than an action movie. And then, you know, you get others that are a little different. But yeah, I think, I don't know what people's deal with that movie is, but I mean, <laughs> maybe if I read more about it, I'd understand. But for me, it was, mm. when I first saw that movie, I was like, oh, this is it. This It felt like Marvel to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I got that kid feeling where I was like, "Oh, I, this is how I felt when I watched it as a kid," you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And so, so I love that '70s moment. And then the other, to that I love so much was Hulk meeting uh, the Sorcerer Supreme, Um, the Ancient One. Uh, That was really that was pure service too, comic book service. Oh yeah, pure service, and and it was so well done. And they kind of try to do a little bit of time travel logic here with like, oh, everything. Yeah, they explain it like if you bring it back on this point, and then Mm -hmm. you're 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 killing the the time stream or whatever, or giving what the the different time streams that you created kind of stuff. Yeah. And then uh, so then yeah, I love how they they all come back. They they you know make they make the Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet. Hulk wears it, which was a surprise because I'm like, oh man, Iron Man's gonna put on. Yeah, I thought for and sure too, Hulk, which we do get, Hulk, but yeah. And then Hulk puts it on, and then does the snap, and and you know you kind of play along with the movie. You're like, did it work? Yeah, and I, I love, love that. And, yeah. and I love Ant Man. I love what they've done with with Ant Man in this this oh, Marvel. Oh, me Cinematic too. Universe. Yeah. And, I mean, and I love and how... my my issue with it is one thing. Yeah. It's one thing that I have a problem with Ant Man, um, is that the it kind of like you have characters and actors like um you have Downey Jr. you know and Iron Man and Tony Stark and Hulk and and the classic characters I guess um they're kind of you know doing a really good job of acting and kind of become those kind of characters so you kind of never yeah. see Robert Downey Jr. as you don't you don't look at it and go oh you know he, you see him as Iron Man you know what I mean you don't see yeah. him as Robbie Downey Jr. or I kind of have the reverse with that like I'm a Paul Rudd fan and I just see it's Paul Rudd yeah do you know what i mean and the same yeah. thing thing you know even with kind of it's star lord 
and Chris Pratt, it is kind of just feels like Chris Pratt sometimes, but he does a good job mm-hmm. of, of creating that character as well. But he has some great moments. I, I, I love Paul Rudd, and, I, and he has great moments as Scott Lang. But Scott Lang doesn't really – isn't as iconic in the comics. So they mm-hmm. kind of have room to make Scott Lang like whoever they want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I think, I think the most genuine moments of Scott Lang in this movie and, and what I love about him is that, like, he is the fanboy. And, like, his anchor in the movie is is you, the fans. His He's the one you're kind of seeing through the eyes of. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. Um, you know, like, yeah, sure, they catch you up on the story. But really, when he gets out of the quantum realm, you're kind of being his eyes of the whole yeah, I, yeah, universe, that's true. right? I like, I loved it. I thought, it was yeah, because then he could do because he's also a super scientist too, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so. well, he's, he's super electrician engineer ish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, but like, but yeah, so so I love that, and I I, I love the whole film because he is that again. He is that anchor, right? So. Like in Civil War, I loved when he's like, oh, my God, you're Captain America. Like, <laughs> that's how we're feeling, right? Like, that's how we, the, the audience, are feeling like, yeah, okay, there's this point. big war that's about to happen, and holy crap, you're Captain America. He's not playing right? a straight character. You yeah. Know, like, he's playing the, the, you know, the offbeat sidekick, kind of, and it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it works, yeah. I think that's the only way to make him genuine in this already pre-built universe, right? Like, I would have yeah. loved... I would have loved Hank Pym because he, because of his perspective on yeah, me too. I the love whole... um, the Wasp too. I'm a huge, yeah, fan. huge fan. That's probably one of my favorite lady characters in this mm-hmm. series. I was like, she just doesn't get enough time. Like, I'm like, you know, she's a really and and uh, Evangeline Lilly just kills that character. She's so good. Oh yeah, she's she's so amazed. good. She's and amazed like, is that character. Yeah, so I I would you know I guess going forward, which could talk about more in another mm. one, but I would like to see more of that character. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because I feel like that that character is constantly getting sidelined, and um, I think that she deserves to be in a, a big Avengers movie. But you know, she has a few scenes in there; and it's pretty cool. And um, but yeah, she's a great character. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, like a, a, a Koya is it Koya Koya Koya. Mm-hmm. Okoye, Okoye, that's it. Like she's yeah. amazing too. Like I yeah. love her too. Like, and I'm a huge fan. I used to love The Walking Dead. I kind of dropped out of it, but I love that actress so much. She's so great, and mm-hmm. um, she does a great job too. Amazing. Oh yeah, no, like I, I loved. I that's what I love the the war scene, which I was trying to trying to slowly bridge it that way to the yeah. to war scene. But when they um, all come together, and it's just basically yeah. action. Packed, yeah, when they all just come together as the ladies and just Lord of the Rings with superheroes, I love. Yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, but like it was, it was so well done because like what I loved about the war scene and the way the war scene started was, you know, you you question the Hulk if the Hulk did it, like oh, like did he make it work with the snap, and he then you work. see, and then you see uh, Lang, which I love this moment where he's just like, guys. I think it worked. And then the <laughs> missile just boom. Yeah, that was great. And then, too, like they're battling him and he brings out the whole army. And yeah. They're like, they're just screwed. And then the cap's just like, well, I'm getting back to it. And then he's like, Cap, you know, and they have um, Falcon coming Falcon. on. And that was yeah. just amazing. And then they all come through, I guess, the time thing with the, the Sorcerer Supremes and, 
and uh, whatever they are, um, the, what do you call those guys? The, the Doctor Strange people. Yeah, <laughs> the followers. I don't, I don't know. Called? I can't even think of it. But it's amazing, and they all have their own armies. And Oh, man, it's great. Black Panther comes back, Spider-Man. Yeah, no, and and just the war, the war scene. I wish I could describe it. It's just one of those moments. Yeah, it's because I've only I've only can. seen it once, but it's one of those moments you just take it all. It was just pandemonium. <laughs> like it's just one of those yeah. things. It's a very. I, it's a, this this whole movie is just it's you realize and I realized just this whole week because like it's it's done right like it's over. It's just like mm-hmm. you only get one of these in like every 10 years or something like yeah. that you know every couple yeah. decades you get a big movie like this yeah and this like it doesn't last that's what you realize you know like i, I took i kind of got a little sad when i got home i was just kind of i was i was kind of getting tearing up and stuff i was i was and it was just because the journey that i took with this whole franchise i just couldn't believe it yeah you know i can't think of a better i can't for me as a fan of marvel since i was a kid i couldn't think of anything better than this yeah you know what i mean you know maybe no i do star wars but i mean even (laughs) with that star wars it's let us down so many times you know Mm -hmm. and this this is something that's really paid off yeah it's funny you say it's funny you say that because you know and and you know after the movie finishes you know, you see, you see, you know, beautiful moment where he's just like, I am Iron Man. Boom. Yeah. yeah. And it, Shockwave. it just goes all the way back to the first one and just, it gives, yeah. gives it a totality. It's just beautiful. Um, yeah. And it just was, it was great it, for a fan. It was the perfect experience. Like it was just, um, I, I was just thinking it's so rare that, that this stuff ever pays off. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And that's oh, why yeah. I was thinking like it really appreciated the movie way more because the work it, it took for uh, like uh, to get this and it, it's a movie that I think truly deserves the, all the success it, it got because I mean as a mm-hmm. lifelong, you know, comic book Marvel fan, you see people other companies and they just don't get it, you know? Mm-hmm. They don't understand it. They don't yeah. understand what makes it like what what they what brand they have like DC for example or you know, or 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 even Star Wars. Sometimes, you know, they don't get it. They don't understand why people love it. You know, and then this, you could. I felt the whole time, almost the whole time, that you know, they, it's not perfect. They got some problems sometimes in some of the movies, and even in this movie. But they get what Marvel is. They totally get it. You know. Yeah. And that's yeah. I realized I just experienced something so rare, so rare, in my lifetime. I, I, you know what I mean? It was a, it's a big, it's a huge event for us, you know? Yeah, no, it's, uh, I definitely know because, um, you know, it's, it's funny when you're so emotionally invested in, in such a, such a character driven story, like each, like each Marvel character stands out and I loved it because, you know, you look back at all these films, there is an overarching momentum, but it was all based on small like small moments throughout each movie because yeah. each movie was an individual story that went a totally different direction. Exactly. Like the, the only times where it was alluding to something bigger was Iron Man 2, Civil War, um, uh, or sorry, Iron Man 2, Winter Soldier, and then um, Avengers, uh, Age of Ultron, Civil War, and then... Um, uh and then yeah and then infinity war essentially but yeah like, like it's, all it's the, con- very... the movies that connect 
very two. small movies. Yeah, yeah. And then the rest of them kind of just like just like um, add a little bit more context to the universe and all that, and then they eventually bring it all in. Yeah. 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 But it, they're all such individual stories. I and think then... you gotta give it up to Guardians Galaxy two, the first one. Um, I think oh, that one yeah. just set the tone of like what you could what could be done, you know, in and space. The possibilities with the space and the cosmic universe. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, you know, bringing that to it. So then once the cosmic hit, you know, the Avengers and all that stuff, they were like it changed the game, right? And they and um just amazing stuff. Like Oh yeah. I can't wait for the next one. I mean, I'm stoked for Spider Man too yeah and um, well it, we'll talk about it's that funny. in another video of course or uh <laughs> yeah in another podcast. another podcast <laughs> but 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 you know it's it's funny you say that because i want to i wanted to kind of finish saying that like you know uh when i used to do theater you know you work you work on all these projects like you you know you, you put your hand blood sweat and tears in and you like you do the shows and then when the show is done like you're just you just like where do like what do I do now? Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I I couldn't. It's indescribable the feeling I had too. I I can imagine the actors too and all that having that. And, but as a fan, I feel kind of like it's like one of those things that's like. I can't wait till the next one. You know, I hope I don't die before the- <laughs> you know, like, that kind of stuff. Or it's like, now you've seen it. You're like, wow, okay, that's it. You know, it's kind of done. And it's like, yeah. you know, you kind of went, took an amazing journey. And then now, I mean, they're going to build a new journey. They're going to go on with another phase and, yeah, and all that. But like, it, it felt like that to me. It felt very, I think we've experienced as, as us super fans and all that. Um, or true believers, if you may, have experienced something truly magical, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Truly, truly magical. What a world, what a world that's been built. And now we're just like, now we're just living in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think exactly. There's no there better way. I remember when the first Avengers came out, it was like, well, we are in the post, we are in the post Avengers um, Dark Knight now. Yeah. You know, because it, well it changed the game. And it, like every studio wants this. Mm-hmm. But they're all going about, you know, different ways. You know, I think that, you know, Pokemon has a chance. I'm not like a yeah. big Pokemon fan, but I can see that 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 if they if they work on that franchise pretty well and it, it's a good movie, this Detective Pikachu movie, they could have a really interesting shared universe with those characters, you know, if the writing's good and all that. Yeah. I'm I'm just calling that, but I'm not a huge Pokemon fan, so I won't be like that, but I think if you were, there's a possibility of you getting some some pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, I mean, and also too like got um, you know, you got them trying Sonic right. <laughs> yeah, you can you can yeah, clearly yeah. tell you well, that is a uh, whoa, I don't know about that one. <laughs> but but you look at you look at DC and DC, you know, they they really landed Batman and yeah. they're just struggling. Like they just, they're yeah. struggling well, to think, get it off the ground. The way I see Batman now, um, you know, in retrospect, that one also has been over 10 years now. Um, the Batman mm-hmm. series and all that, that was a singular vision, you know, um, they didn't have something like this um, MCU where many people and directors come in and, and stuff and do it. But that was a singular vision where I call it the it's the Chris Nolan's Batman. It's his version of Batman, and it, it, of course they're great films. Yeah, but they they are very different from the comics and very different from the interpretations of Batman. 
but I still think they're great movies and they made, and I think everyone who makes a superhero movie should know what that movie is and analyze it for what it is. Yeah. You know? Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, DC and like, I, it's really a shame because they have so many, they have DC has their entire universe. They can do, Mm -hmm. but they just can't for some reason. They can't do it for some reason, but they can't, Yeah, they have access to it. Marvel Mm -hmm. doesn't, Marvel took a long time to get it, get get here, and yeah. um and it didn't even have it. I remember when they were starting out, too. And you're and I, that's another reason I was kind of like you know not a hundred percent on it was when the Avenger when the Iron Man came out and they're like at the end we're gonna do the Avengers protocol and I was like oh they're doing the Ultimates, and like you're 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 going in to do the Marvel universe without the Fantastic Four, without yeah. Spider Man, without X Men. Good luck. You know, that's kind yeah. of what I thought. That's kind of what I yeah. thought at the time. You know, now, I mean, I can be like, wow, I'm so glad I'm wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, at this, yeah. at this day, oh, man. 10 years later, I'm like, wow, I'm so happy I'm wrong. You know, I, I couldn't be happier. But at the mm. time, it seemed kind of crazy. Like, especially if you're a Marvel fan, you're like, okay, you're doing the Marvel cinema, you're doing a cinematic universe without, you know, Spider Man? Yeah. And X Men? And Fantastic Four, like, wow, that's going to be crazy. But you know what? You know, how are you going to do it? <laughs> yeah. And now we are here, and I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's exactly. kind of like the feeling I had when the first Avengers came out, you know? Like, it's the possibilities now, what they can mm-hmm. do. So... Yeah, no, there it's, you have it's, it. It's, <laughs> there you, yeah, no, it's you're, you're, you got it, man. You nailed it to the wall. But I mean, now the world's been built, and you know, um, I, I, you know, it's it's funny because I think there's a real big, big clue in uh, in uh, Captain America: <laughs> Winter Soldier. Oh, really? Is this like our post-credit scene? This is our post credit. This is yeah, yeah. This is our post credit scene, and uh, and you know you think about you think about you know the Fox merger with Disney and and that now they have now they have you know the big two which is Fantastic Four and X Men. Oh yeah, you know the very franchises that defined oh like yeah. a comic book experience as well as I mean, it, it, an animated TV in show the, in the late eighties and early nineties. Um, yeah. X Men was the best comic. Yeah, that you could get. There was no yeah. better until probably like the image generation came on, but you know, that was you know you just didn't get that was Marvel new X Men was good. I I read the book um Marvel the Untold Story. They they were like X Men. What do we do? Make yep. more X Men. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they just we they, they couldn't figure it out like why is yeah. X Men so popular? We don't know. <laughs> oh man. Well, and and so I think that you know the kind of post credit sequence here, if you will, or the post podcast sequence here, is it's exactly what Strucker said right at the end of, at the end credits for him, which is it's not an age of heroes anymore. Yeah. Not even an age of villains age of miracles and that's exactly <laughs> how they're gonna kick that's my prediction they're gonna yeah, kick off it's fantastic four yeah and there's <laughs> a lot of stuff you could do um yeah. interesting ways you could you know do some things uh there but yeah there there's so much that can be done mm-hmm. anyway i think we'll wrap it up here 
Mm-hmm. And we'll save we'll save that talk. Yeah, we'll save that for the next the, podcast. Next, that will be our, probably our, our that will be our next episode. Um, mm-hmm. We'll probably talk about what we think are our, our our predictions of the future and what we also what we like to see in um, the MCU. That's it, right there. Beautiful. So the, thank you so much for listening, guys. Yeah, thank you very much. And and stay tuned. And uh, yeah, this has been another uh, episode of the Brother Scream. <laughs>